on this biotemps case, the doctor is going to be restoring the upper arch. As we zoom in here, you can see that the lower arch has been treated already. Those are pretty obviously uh, pretty obvious crowns when you look at the length of those teeth. So some missing teeth, probably oh some missing ridge, and uh, just a need to kind of close that gap. And as we look at the upper teeth, the dentist is actually going to restore that entire upper arch. And so anytime we're going to restore an entire upper arch, I always like to make sure that we actually fabricate the biotemps in three separate pieces instead of just one big piece that would go around uh, the entire arch, which might seem easier, but at times it makes it more difficult to seat and it can also make it more difficult to maintain the vertical dimension. And so what I like to be able to do here is make fabricate the biotemps in three distinct sections. So there's going to be two posterior sections and an anterior section. And by doing that, it allows us to maintain the vertical. So in other words, we're going to prep, for example, these two teeth on this side. And once these teeth are prepped, we're going to reline the biotemps while we still have the rest of these unprepped teeth in contact with the opposing occlusion. And that way, we'll be able to dial in the correct vertical dimension on these biotemps by using these other teeth. Now, if we're going to open the patient's bite, that's a completely different story. And that biotemp would probably be made in one piece because we wouldn't do what we're doing here to maintain the vertical. But this allows us to set the vertical on the biotemps using the rest of these unprepared teeth and then prepare these teeth with these biotemps sitting in place to check our reduction and then reline these biotemps once these have already be, been relined uh, at the proper vertical dimension. And if you go to our website, we have a biotemps video that shows me uh, doing this all live. But I just wanted to go over it on this case uh, in case you haven't seen that video so you have a chance to see what it looks like. So again, the biotemps are going to be in three separate pieces, three separate segments. There's our first segment, a little three-unit bridge. And then we're going to have our anterior segment, which is the anterior six teeth that into place. And then the doctor actually wanted a pontic cantilevered off the last tooth. Of course, in the permanent restoration, these will be connected over on that side. But again, just to maintain vertical dimension, it's nice to do uh, the biotemps in a couple different sections like this so that we can prep these teeth and then reline this biotemp before these are actually um, prepped at all. And so when the patient bites together, it helps us get these biotemps at the correct vertical dimension. Now, one of the difficulties or one of the things that can be difficult when working with biotemps is knowing when you've reduced enough. So we've made for this doctor, and anybody can request this. I request on every one of my cases. I wouldn't do a biotemps case without it. And it's what we call a prep guide. And you can see that it's a, a thermoform sucked down right onto the biotemp preps themselves. And so what we're able to do in the mouth while we're prepping the patient is if we have trouble getting the biotemps to seat, it's telling us that we haven't you know, removed enough tooth in a certain area. And so we can put this suck down stent onto the teeth and because it's clear, we can look through and actually I'll even use the Explorer to kind of poke around and find where there's space. Like here, for example, because this is a suck down of this prepped model, there's no sponginess was I, as I push down on the Explorer. Um, it, when you see that there's, uh, you've prepped more than enough, you can push down and actually see that there's some deflection there. And in the mouth, any area where you see contact between the tooth itself and this suck down splint is where you haven't prepared enough. Uh, or if in a certain area it won't go down into place, you haven't prepared enough. So the laboratory technicians try to be 
uh, as conservative as possible and never remove more than a millimeter. And pretty much any material that you're going to use is going to want a millimeter uh, of reduction. And so they try to go as conservative as possible and you're able to set this down on top of the preps and see because of the moisture on the teeth where the prep is in contact with it. Oftentimes it's interproximal on the mesial or the distal where you may have not removed quite enough space. Uh, maybe it's the incisal edge on one of these teeth where it's hitting there and then you can take this off and then adjust that prep and try it back on again. So that's the prep guide. And another thing that will often send uh, is a seating stent. And some doctors, even though um, I like to do the three of these uh, separately, some doctors like to seat these all at the same time and reline it. And it's, it can be difficult when doing it to make sure that they all line up correctly and they look good together. So if you had a molar, let's say over on this side, that was unprepared and you were leaving, say, your second molars unprepared and you were preparing the rest of the arch, so you still had your vertical stop, this would be a good time to use the seating matrix. And the seating matrix is essentially a suck down over the final uh, biotemps. And what this allows you to do is put the biotemps directly into the seating matrix so that they're held in the proper uh, relationship in between them. And you can see it's a nice smile at this point when they're all held together. And then you would place the reline material inside the biotemps and seat them all together onto the model. And that would help you ensure that the smile is going to look in the patient's mouth the way it looks on the model. When you reline them individually sometimes, you'll, you'll see that there's kind of a difference and maybe the anterior ones could be flared out a little bit to the labial. That's the most common thing that we see. But I still like to do them in individual segments uh, when I'm pre preparing all the remaining teeth. But on those cases where you still have the second molars that aren't being prepped, this seating guide is a great way to make sure that all your biotemps are lined up and they're going to look good together in the same plane. And I've taken the biotemps out of the seating guide now, and you can see basically it's a suck down that was made over the biotemps, so it's got a really nice shape to it. So in those rare cases where I just can't get the biotemps to go down because uh, basically I, I don't have the draw correct on the preps, you know, one, one thing to keep in mind is that when you're seating biotemps, you're seating all these units together. And again, these are six units that have to draw as a group for the biotemps to go down. But in reality, these six teeth are probably going to be six separate crowns that aren't going to have draw issues as a group. So sometimes because all of these are connected to help keep them in place, it's more difficult to seat a joined six unit biotemp like this than it will be to seat the permanent restorations that are going to be six single units. So there are times where I just get frustrated and I can't get it to go down. But with this seating guide, you actually have a great way to make a chair side temporary. And so we're able to take whatever material we're using, something like Luxatemp Ultra, and fill this up, put the bisacryl material inside of this stent, and then seat it onto the preparations. And you actually end up with a really nice chair side temporary because this suck down was made from essentially a diagnostic wax up. It was made from the biotemps itself. So even if you have to bail in those rare cases on the biotemps uh, with this seating matrix, you're able to make some really nice chair side temps.